Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 218. We have a really special episode for you today. It is actually a recording of a webinar that I recently hosted with Ezra Firestone. And inside of this free training, I uncovered five Facebook plays to make more profit from your Facebook advertising. So you're actually getting a look into my paid traffic playbook. And I walked through five strategies that are working really well right now on Facebook. I hope you guys enjoy. And I also wanted to remind you that enrollment for my 16-week mentorship for media buyers, uh, we're about to close the doors on enrollment. We are almost full. So we only accept 100 students for each of these classes. And we will be closing the doors here in a few days. So if you are interested, head over to trainmytrafficperson.com, trainmytrafficperson.com, learn more and reserve your seat. I would love to have you in class. It's a very hands-on live class that I teach over the course of four months. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this webinar. As always, you can head over to the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast to download the slides that I'm speaking to during this webinar. All right, let's get right into it. I believe that running paid traffic, whether it's Facebook ads, Google ads, no matter what platforms you are using, it's very much like a sports game. And if you've ever played sports or you know anything about sports, sports really come down to different plays that you decide to run. And the more plays that your team has, maybe not the quantity, but the ability to diversify your strategy, whether it's sports or whether it's media buying, 
by having different plays in your back pocket that you can run, depending on what you're needing from your business in that moment, depending on what you're needing from paid traffic in that moment, the more successful you are going to be. So I have about 25 or so of these plays that I run regularly for clients. And I wanted to share the five Facebook plays that are really working best for me right now, really working best across the accounts that I manage. And really, these are the five plays that if I were to get started or anytime I bring on a new client or anytime that I hop in to work on one of Ezra's businesses, uh, these are really the five plays that are my go-to. And what's important to understand about having these different plays or campaigns, whatever you want to call them, they're really the easiest way to scale traffic and to acquire more customers and to acquire more leads into your business. And what's interesting is that usually when we do a training like this or when we're chatting uh, with our students inside of Train My Traffic Person, a lot of what we hear is, hey, guys, I'm really having trouble scaling right? I've maybe gotten something to work on Facebook before, but I'm not sure how to do more of it, right? I, I just don't know how to scale this. I don't know how to uh, spend more money, but still break even or still maintain the, the return that, that I'm looking to get from these ads. And what's interesting is that a, a lot of scaling and the best practices when it comes to scaling actually doesn't really have much to do with increasing budgets or getting more out of campaigns that you're already running. Uh, that's important. Those strategies are important. And I definitely have best practices for how I go about that. That's what I call vertical scaling. But when I really think about scaling or, you know, when I meet with Ezra and he's like, hey, you know, we're trying to, to continue to grow Boom, our, our cosmetic company, and we're looking to scale, my mind doesn't go back to what we can do with the campaigns that we already have. I'm thinking, what are other plays that we can run, that I can pull out of my playbook that are going to allow us to scale, that are going to allow us to acquire more customers, more leads, more interest in this business. So that's just a, a point that I wanted to make. I, I think it's generally a great way to think about scale, um, even when it comes to business in general, right? Not just paid traffic, uh, but thinking about what are some other plays, some things that I can do that I haven't done before. Those are going to be the biggest levers that are going to make the biggest difference when it comes to actually scaling your business. So the easiest way to scale traffic and customer acquisition, in my opinion, is introducing new plays into your traffic system, introducing new plays into the strategies that you're already implementing. So I'm about to share five with you guys. As I said, I think these are the five best plays when it comes to customer acquisition via Facebook, Google, YouTube, et cetera, in 2019. You might already be doing a few of those. If so, great. If not, pay very close attention um, and make some notes as to what are the one, two, maybe three plays from this presentation that you would like to test in your business over the next month or over the next two months. Um, so for each of these plays, I'm going to explain not only how they work, the strategy behind them, um, but I'm also going to share examples. I'm going to tell you which business types these plays work best for. So whether it's e-commerce, info, SaaS, uh, whether you're providing services, whether you're a local business, I know we have 
all different types um, of business owners and um, media buyers who serve different types of businesses. And sometimes uh, specific plays are better for other business types than other plays. So I'm going to give you a lot of specifics. And I just want you to think, as I walk through these five plays, which of these best fit your current situation and what you are needing in your business? So thanks again for being here, guys. Love doing this stuff. There's honestly nothing I would rather be doing right now than hanging out with you guys and sharing this information. So let's hop right into it. So the first play is pretty simple, um, but it's something that a lot of businesses aren't doing, even businesses that are buying traffic at scale. And this is pretty simple. It's direct to product page. So it's sending ads direct to a product page or a sales page and asking someone to purchase your product or service. So direct to product page is the play uh, that I'm explaining right now. Uh, business types, any business type can use this play. So it really doesn't matter what you're doing. Any business type can use this play, but the win kind of changes when it comes to when you should actually deploy this play in your business. So if you are e-commerce and you are selling physical products, it's totally fine to go direct to product page to cold traffic, right? To people who have never heard of your business before. This is something that we do a lot with Boom. And this is honestly what I recommend if you are just getting started and you're working with an e-commerce business, this is the play that I would start with. Now, if you're selling information, if you're selling software, if you're a local business, if you're selling services, um, you probably only want to deploy this play to warm traffic to people who are already familiar with you. And the reason for that is with e-commerce, it's a lot easier to explain what you are selling because what you're selling is something that they can physically hold in their hand. You know, it's makeup or a pair of scissors uh, or, you know, whatever you're selling, the end user can easily imagine what they're actually going to get. So it's a lot easier to show up in their newsfeed and to convince them to purchase your, your product, send them over to the product page and for them to actually buy, you know, within the two to three minutes that it takes them to make that decision. Now, if you're selling info, SaaS, local business services, it's a bit tougher because we need to build that relationship first and we need to establish ourselves as an authority, right? You guys are on this webinar so that you can get to know me so that I can give you a ton of value first. Hopefully uh, you enjoy it and hopefully you think, wow, Molly really knows what she's talking about. And then maybe you'll consider buying the information product that Ezra and I are going to talk about at the end of this training right? Because we are selling information, I'm not going to go to cold traffic um, and send them directly to my product page because um, I, I need a bit more time. It's a bit longer of a sales cycle. So if you're e-commerce, you can deploy this play to cold traffic and warm traffic. If you're one of the other business types, I recommend only deploying this play to people who have interacted with your brand in the past. So Facebook objective, the first thing that Facebook asks when you're setting up a campaign is what is your objective? And the choice that you make uh, on which objective you're going to choose really affects the success or, you know, hopefully not the failure of your campaign. So for each of these plays, I'm going to tell you which objective is my plan A, uh, which objective I go to first when running this particular play, because I don't want you guys to run this play 
but choose the wrong objective and it fails. So whenever we're going direct to product page, I use the conversion objective and I'm optimizing for purchases because that's exactly what I'm looking for. I want someone to hop over to the product page or the sales page and for them to actually buy the product or service. So the who, uh, the example, one of the examples that I'm going to show you here is from a friend of mine. His name is Dave. He has a company called DIY Kits. And if you guys have gone through the free seven-day class that Ezra and I offered the last two weeks, you've heard a little bit about this company and the work that I've done with Dave. Um, and it's just a great example to show you how to be successful going direct to product page. So I'm using Dave and this hot sauce making kit uh, company as an example here for this particular play. But all of the traffic and the ads are driving traffic directly to this product page. And again, inside of Facebook, I'm simply optimizing for conversions, optimizing for purchases, and telling Facebook that that's exactly what I'm looking for. Now, with this play, a huge mistake that people make is that they think they can just slap up some generic ads that talk about how amazing their product is, send traffic directly to the product page, and that people are going to buy. Especially if you are e-commerce and you are showing up in someone's newsfeed who has never heard of you before, you really have to go the extra mile when it comes to the copy, the creative, making sure that you really understand your avatars, who you're talking to, to deploy this play, or it's simply not going to work. You just can't show up and say, hey, best hot sauce kit on the internet. Here's a 10% off discount code. Uh, because we're not showing up in front of the, the correct avatar with a message that's actually compelling enough that's going to get them to make that purchasing decision in the next two to three minutes. So when it came to this particular project, and really any project, especially if I'm deploying this play here, I use something that I call the ad grid, uh, which we also teach inside of Train My Traffic Person, uh, the 16-week mentorship for media buyers. And the thought process behind that is that first, we're going to establish some avatars, two to four avatars um, that are very specific, that you know that your product or service is going to help them make a huge transition in their life right? Uh, you can really speak to that uh, transition from an undesirable before state to a desirable after state that your product is going to provide. So for this particular project, the two avatars that we decided on, the first one was a wife or partner giving a gift to a male spouse. So this was an avatar that was already purchasing this product because Dave does about $3 million on Amazon right now with this particular product. He's never really tried to send traffic to his own website before, but just through those Amazon sales, we have some great testimonials testimonials that we've used as ad copy. And we also had a good idea that this avatar was purchasing his product. So I first established this avatar and I created two different copy variations here because I understand that even though we have selected and decided on this specific avatar, that within that avatar, those people are still different, right? There are lots of wives and partners out there in the world giving gifts 
to their male spouses, right? And even though they all have that in common, that they're all wives giving gifts to their spouses, they aren't similar in every way. So it's great to establish a few different copy variations, a few different hooks to ensure that you're reaching different types of people within that particular avatar. So this first copy variation here was more of a general gift giving hook, understanding that on average, there are a lot of women and partners out there every day looking for gifts for their spouse, whether it's a birthday gift, a Christmas gift, uh, you know, whatever it is. And that I want to show up in front of these people and make sure that they know that our gift is a great gift to give their spouse. So I went back to a lot of the reviews on Amazon. And if your product is new and you don't have reviews, that's okay. You're just going to have to write the ad copy yourself. But I went and I selected the testimonials from this particular avatar that I felt were the most specific um, and that I felt really spoke to this particular person. So, you know, perfect for the hard to shop for fella, incredible gift. I mean, how many of us uh, say that? I say that about my dad all the time, right? He's the hard to shop for person in my life. It was one of the most unique gifts I've ever given, far exceeded my expectations. I'll order more gifts for my hot friends, right? I bought this hot sauce making kit for my boyfriend as a Christmas present. It was a perfect gift. He loves hot sauce, so he was excited about the opportunity to make his own. It was great for date night. So we're not just talking about how amazing the product is. We're speaking to how this product will actually fit into this person's day-to-day -day life. So this isn't about the hot sauce kit. This is about giving this particular avatar a gift option for their spouse that they're going to be proud of, that's going to be unique, but also giving a gift of an experience. So, you know, it was great for date night right? So it's more than just the kit. It's actually about this human's life. Um, and that's what a lot of marketers are missing out on with Facebook advertising. They're trying to show up in the newsfeed to cold traffic and talk all about why their product is the best on the market and not why their product or how their product is actually going to help this person be happier, or save them time, or um, how you're actually providing that transformation, which is so, so important. So this was the first copy variation. The second one, um, I wanted to go for a hook that maybe spoke to someone who, you know, is a good gift giver, but isn't realizing that a lot of the gifts that they're giving are meaningless. And I've actually been this person before, you know, wait until the last minute, buy a bunch of gifts just so that I show up to Christmas with something. And then I look around and I'm like, do these people even like these gifts? You know, are these meaningless? How can I give someone something that's more meaningful that they're actually going to genuinely be excited about opening? And so I found this stat. Did you know Americans spend 16 billion yearly on unwanted, meaningless gifts. 72% of Americans would actually rather spend money on an experience rather than a thing. We created this DIY hot sauce kit so that you can give your loved ones the gift of a fun experience with you rather than a sweater that will hang in their closet, never to be thought of again. So both of these ad copy variations are speaking to this avatar, but they're just a tad bit different. And this is going to speak to someone um, who's really going to resonate with this idea of giving meaningless gifts. So 
first avatar was down, two copy variations for this avatar. Um, we're targeting women who are engaged, married, women that have anniversaries coming up within the next 30 days, 61 to 90 days. So pretty simple targeting. I'm also targeting a bunch of blogs and magazines for wives and spouses. So we are implementing some interest targeting here. But that was the first avatar. The second avatar is the hot sauce grilling enthusiast. So this is where we're actually going to target the person who would be making this kit. This is very different from the spouse avatar. So this is someone who loves grilling. This is my dad, right? He loves to grill. He loves hot sauce. He can never find hot sauce that's hot enough for him. And so the idea of making his own hot sauce and being able to customize it is pretty exciting. So because we have established these avatars, we have the spouse, we have this hot sauce grilling enthusiast, again, we're not just showing up in a very general way in the newsfeed and not speaking to a direct person. These ad copy variations are speaking to very specific avatars, and it's why we're able to go out to cold traffic and generate these sales. So the two different hooks that I used for this particular avatar, the first one is make hot sauce at home. And the second one, this one's about not being able to find hot sauce that's hot enough. So, you know, the hot sauce kit has everything you need to make seven bottles of lip smacking hot sauce right from home. It's cheaper than store-bought hot sauce, better tasting, and a heck of a lot more fun. And then again, I picked the reviews of people that were this particular avatar that spoke to really specific things. Way better than store-bought, and it only took about 25 to 30 minutes to make right? Bought this for my dad. You know, the hot sauce have added zing. So many things uh, that I cannot list them all, right? Needless to say, my burgers will never be without a dash of my DIY hot sauce. And then this one's more about can't find hot sauce at the grocery store that's hot enough. Um, and then we pick some testimonials for that too. So two copy variations for this avatar. For this avatar, we went really deep into interest targeting. This is working really well. So we're targeting a lot of hot sauce brands, because if you love hot sauce, you probably showed interest in hot sauce on Facebook at some point. And we're targeting different grilling interests. So grill mates, barbecue dragon, barbecue pit boys, stubs, barbecue sauce. So this targeting is working really well for us to ensure that we not only have specific messaging that's really speaking to this avatar, but that we're also really reaching uh, only grilling enthusiasts and hot sauce enthusiasts with these ads. It's honestly, guys, the only way that this particular play is going to work. And then really quick, we had three creatives made for this particular campaign, these campaigns, and they're three different videos. So the first one was for the hot sauce enthusiast. The second one is for the wife partner giving a gift to a spouse. And the third is for the hook about giving the gift of an experience. So we actually have two creatives for the first avatar and only one creative video creative for the second avatar. We're also using some still images too, which is no big deal. The reason for this is I couldn't think of another video idea for this uh, hot sauce enthusiast avatar. So why, uh, why push it, right? And I show you this document here because these are the specific instructions that I sent to the video producer to make sure that as a marketer, I got exactly what I wanted from these videos. That's a big mistake people are making. They just hand their product pages off to a designer and they get beautiful pieces of art, 
but not actual ads that are going to convert from a marketing standpoint. So I don't have time to go through every specific detail uh, of, of what I sent over to my buddy, Kevin. But you can see that I took the time to tell him exactly what I was looking for. So down to the detail of I want a banner at the top of the video that says, make your own hot sauce at home. So basically the process was after I wrote the ad copy that you guys saw here, I wrote these four different copy variations. Then I sat down and I thought to myself, okay, Molly, what is the physical representation of this ad copy? And how can I best explain this to Kevin in terms of what I'm looking for out of these video assets. So I gave him very specific instructions here, which is much easier to do after you've already written the ad copies. So make sure you guys are doing that for your campaigns, especially for this particular play uh, going direct to the product page. So if you guys go to the Facebook ad library, you can Google Facebook ad library and you'll find a link to it. Um, you'll actually see these ads live. Um, if you go to the DIY gift kits Facebook page, you can see these live, these videos will play, uh, but I just wanted to show you uh, these ads so you can see how they turned out. Both of these videos are about 30 seconds, the ad copy, you guys already saw that before. Uh, we launched these August 4th, so a little bit over two weeks ago, and they're doing great. So um, I'll have a big update on these campaigns inside of Train My Traffic Person when we get class started here in, in about a week. Uh, but I just wanted to show you guys the finished product here. And really, you know, this is what it takes to get someone to warm them up enough to build that interest from the ad over to the product page for them to honestly make that rash decision to just buy from a brand new company right in that moment. It really takes a lot of prep work from us as the media buyer. So again, these ads were going directly over to this product page working really well. I'll have more updates on that later. And I just wanted to show you another quick example. This is a former client of mine, Panda Planner. And uh, when I first started working with them, I launched some pretty generic ads. I, I wasn't eating my own dog food here. And I just got some ads up about how amazing this planner is, how it's going to change your life. Here are all the features. Go ahead and buy. And the ads absolutely bombed. And I knew why they bombed. It's because I was trying to go direct to a product page without deciding on the avatars, without coming up with some really good hooks like I talked about earlier. And when I actually went through that process, this completely took off. Um, in its prime, these campaigns were selling about four to 5,000 planners a month. Again, we're selling a planner. Right. So uh, why this worked is that we had these two avatars. We had a mom and this one was someone that was going through a lot of stress and anxiety in their lives. And what I did is I just used their own words. So these are testimonials that we got from these particular avatars. And again, it's not about the planner. It's about her mom life and having one place to go to keep doctor's appointments, school activities, days, trips, right? Uh, keeping up with cleaning around the house. The planner is just the solution to these problems that this particular avatar is experiencing. And that's why they're buying. They're not buying because they want a planner to show up on their doorstep. They're buying because they're a mom that's stressed out. They want to, you know, become more organized organized and keep up with meal planning and um, essentially become a more productive mother. 
Same thing over here with Ruth. She was stuck in a job she hated, mid-divorce, finances were a mess. She was looking for some semblance of control. She tried Panda Planner. She got a new job, paid off $1,000 of debt. Again, this is a planner, guys, but we're actually able to associate this planner to huge transformations that both of these people experienced. And uh, the way we were able to get this play to work for this business is because we took the time to really figure out the avatars, really decide on the copy and creative. It's a huge process. Honestly, guys, inside of Train My Traffic Person, this is about a three to four week process that we teach um, actually coming up with these hooks, writing the copy, writing the creative. There's so much that goes into it. Uh, but if done right, you will be able to actually drive traffic directly to a product page and get people to purchase which is a really simple and exciting funnel for us as media buyers. It makes our jobs a lot easier. So that is play number one, guys. This is fun. I hope you're having as much fun as I am. The second play is pre-sell articles. And if you guys don't know what a pre-sell article is, a pre-sell article, also known as an advertorial, um, is a piece of content that you use to really help build that relationship, to give a little bit of value first, possibly to entertain someone that also seamlessly leads to a pitch for your product or service. So it's using an ad to send someone over to an article that at the bottom of that article pitches your product or service. It's really, really effective. Um, and I call it the direct to pre-sell article play. Any business type can use this to cold traffic and to warm traffic. I mainly use pre-sale articles to cold traffic, but they can also be great to use as a retargeting play for people who have shown interest in your brand but haven't purchased. Maybe uh, one of your pre-sale articles could really help them overcome that barrier to purchase. The Facebook objective that I use for these campaigns, uh, most people would use traffic because they want to send traffic over to a pre-sale article. I actually use conversions and purchases because that is what I want from this campaign. Yes, it's a bit different from going direct to product page because first we're going to a pre-sale article and then product page. But ultimately from that campaign, I'm looking for conversions. So that is what I'm going to optimize for. And the who, the case study, one of the case studies that I'm going to use uh, for this example, I've also got a software as a service case study, but the first one is Ezra's company, Boom, by Cindy Joseph, who is selling makeup and cosmetics and skincare to women over the age of 50. Honestly, the best pre-sale article that I've ever seen uh, um, as a marketer in any business was created by Mr. Ezra here on the call. So uh, I want to make sure you guys uh, get to check this out. And this is the article, Five Makeup Tips for Older Women. A majority of the cold traffic that we are running for Boom goes to this pre-sale article. And the reason that this works so well is that it not only calls out his audience, you know, older women, but it's giving them a little bit of value first, five makeup tips, but it's also really setting him up to sell his product or service. So basically these tips end up telling you that, you know, not to use powder base cosmetics on your face, use cream base cosmetics on your face. That is what Ezra sells, right? <laughs> Find a tone of lipstick that matches your inner lip or gums. Guess what? Uh, we're also selling boomsticks here, which are exactly that. So this works well, not only because it's 
a lot of value first. So people are much likely to click on this than they would an ad that's asking them to directly buy something. It's also calling out his audience. It's giving them content. It's giving them value first, but it is building up that need. It's building up that desire for them to actually want to make the purchase. That is why this works so well. Five makeup tips for older women. We haven't been able to create a pre-sale article uh, to date that has beat this one. So this is this is still the winner three to four years into running this particular pre-sale article. And as you scroll down the page, you can see that we're actually making calls to action for this product in this pre-sale article. So we're giving contact, content first, but they're able to actually add to cart and to start making purchasing decisions inside of this pre-sale article. This is such a great strategy for scale, guys. Really, any account that you're looking for real scale, you're looking to spend over $10,000, $20,000 a day, or maybe even a week, most accounts that are doing that sort of volume are leveraging some sort of pre-sale article because it is so vital um, to catch the part of your market who isn't ready to convert off of that first play that I shared earlier, but that needs a little bit more from you first. And again, you can go to the Facebook ad library and see all the ads that Boom is currently running. But we are running a bunch of different types of ads directly to this pre-sale article. So, you know, quick makeup tips to use powder-based cosmetics. This one leads with a, a, a testimonial. You know, this one, women over 50 shouldn't be have to be slaves to dozens of different makeup products. So we're even using different hooks in the different ads that we're running to create interest for this pre-sale article. But the pre-sale article is really doing the heavy lifting in terms of building that relationship and building that desire and that need for them to purchase the products. So you can see this is a campaign that I took a screenshot of about a week ago. Um, again, we're optimizing for purchases. This was over about a week's time. And just from this one pre-sale article, just from this one campaign, Ezra's generated 642 purchases, 642 brand new customers into his business at a CPA of $62, which that is, you know, we can pay about 65 bucks or so to acquire a customer. So this is really good for Ezra's business. And without this pre-sale article, you know, we're still using play one, we're still driving direct to product page two, but that's capturing the part of the market that is ready and interested to buy the product, right? This is capturing the part of the market that just isn't as aware, that isn't as ready to purchase. And without this pre-sale article, you know, he would have missed out on 642 purchases in a week. Really, really effective. Here's another example. This is also one of Ezra's businesses, Zipify. It's a software as a service. And this particular pre-sale article is how we added 15% in revenue, three lessons from a million dollars in upsells. So it's a bit different from the five makeup tips post, but it still has the same elements, right? It's speaking directly to his avatar, which are marketers or business owners who are looking to add 15% to their bottom line, right? But it's also building this relationship because he's asking someone to sign up for a monthly service. That is a big ask. 
right? That's a big ask. And Ezra needs this pre-sale article so that they can get to know him so that he can demonstrate some value up front. So this is essentially a case study. Case study pre-sale articles work really well if you're selling software, if you're selling information, if you're selling marketing services, because they build that relationship, but they also show that you know what the heck you're talking about, that you know what the heck you are doing. And then at the bottom of the pre-sale article, we're making another call to action, add 10 to 15% to your revenue on day one, learn more about OCU now, uh, which is the particular product that he is wanting to sell. So what's so important with pre-sale articles is not only that the content's good, not only that it builds the desire, but also that your call to action is really strong and that your call to action makes sense in regards to how the article's been written and really what you've previously said in the article. So a lot of pre-sale articles that I see students build, they have that first part really handled, but then the call to action is really weak. Um, and so people scroll down um, and they never actually take the action that we're looking for them to take. So note how here with Zipify and with Boom, we make a really strong call to action that makes sense in regards to the experience they've already had scrolling through and reading the pre-sale article. And then, you know, as you scroll down, you have two different payment options here where they can actually go ahead and add to cart and sign up for this particular software from this pre-sale article. So I wanted to make sure you guys had two examples there. So that's the second play, direct to pre-sale article. If you are looking for scale in your business or for a business that you're running ads for, absolutely consider direct to pre-sale article as a strategy. And we actually have an entire module, a two-hour training with Ezra all about this topic um, inside of train my traffic person, which I'll tell you more about later. So the third play, I hope you guys are having fun. The third play is really important for any business type. And this is a play that is really underutilized by most marketers out there. So what is this? It's direct to lead magnets. So direct to asking someone for their contact information in exchange for something that is valuable, for something that is easy for them to consume, but also a lead magnet, just like a pre-sale article should give value first and build the demand for them to purchase your product or service. Any business type should be running traffic and should have campaigns that go to a lead magnet at all times, in my opinion. This is mostly a cold traffic strategy, can also work well for warm traffic. The objective that I usually use for this particular play, I optimize for conversions, I optimize for leads, I usually create a custom conversion for that uh, particular thank you page. The example, one of the examples I'm going to show you here is for one of the products that um, Ezra and I have. It's called Team Traffic. Uh, it's a monthly virtual mastermind for advanced media buyers. And we created what we call an ad sumo report. So it's a 127 page swipe file, essentially, uh, that people can use to get ideas for their Facebook campaign. You can see that this page is very simple. 
because all we're looking them to do, it's why all we're looking for them to do, it's why it's called a squeeze page. We want them to take this one action of giving us their email address. And we feel, and others do too, because this works really well for us, that this 127 page ad super report is more than enough value in exchange for their email address. And once they understand that value of this page, all roads lead to them actually giving us their email address here. Um, and we run really simple ads for this, right? Need inspiration for your next Facebook ad campaign. This ad sumo report is full of new ideas. You know, I kind of tell a story here. I explain what the ad sumo report is and we send them directly to the opt-in page. They opt in, they reach a thank you page where they get to download the report. And then we start to promote our information product to them. Really, really simple. Um, you can see here just in this one campaign, you know, a little bit over 6,000 leads generated for $2.64 a piece. Not bad, especially because we're selling them a $400 a month product after the fact. And a lot of them are actually taking an annual option. So we're able to make our money back uh, pretty quickly and at a high return on ad spend here because this lead magnet is attractive. It's something that the market wants. It also qualifies them, right? You're not going to be interested in downloading this swipe file unless you're running Facebook ads. And it seamlessly leads to the pitch for our product because inside of team traffic, you actually get one of these ad sumo reports for a different market every month. So it ticks off all of those boxes, very similar to a pre-sale article, but instead we're packaging this up um, and we're gating it and we're giving it in exchange for contact information. Another example, this is from Amy Porterfield. A lead magnet doesn't just have to be a PDF. It could be a quiz. It could be a webinar. So Amy's in the middle of a launch where she teaches about digital courses. So this quiz, what type of course should I create for my business? It allows her to collect contact information because to get your results from the quiz, you've got to give the contact information. But again, it also qualifies the audience and it gives them value first. What type of course should I create for my business? And you can see Amy's actively running a lot of ads to this particular quiz right now, testing different hooks, testing different reasons why someone would want to take this quiz, but all roads are leading back to the quiz. And and the quiz is really acting as one of the plays that Amy is running to generate leads for this particular launch, right? She's also doing live webinars. Um, she's also, you know, going to run ads direct to a product page. You know, if you watch someone like Amy in the middle of a launch, they usually are deploying about five to seven different plays throughout that launch. But this quiz, this lead magnet quiz is just one of them. And it's really important. Quizzes are great acquisition strategies to use on Facebook. Facebook. Um, I actually have a friend who helps uh, with uh, when women are going through menopause and she helps um, with diet and exercise and really, you know, educating women at that point in their life. And her most successful acquisition play on Facebook is a quiz um, for women who are going through menopause. And that quiz not only calls out the audience, it also gives, uh, gives value first. She's able to generate leads for around a dollar a piece. And that quiz is responsible for her 5Xing her business last year, which is insane, using that quiz um, as the main acquisition play. And this doesn't just have to be info businesses, even with Boom selling cosmetics, 
we run a lot of lead gen campaigns. So generating leads for upcoming product launches. So this isn't just an info, a SaaS or a local business thing. This is also an e-commerce thing. And I believe that every business and every ad account should have at least one campaign running at all times where the goal is lead gen, because that's such an important part of the customer journey in terms of bringing people into your ecosystem, building that relationship. And then when it comes time to ask for the sale, when it comes time to run a huge promotion um, in your business, like for Boom, we're gearing up for Black Friday, we're gearing up for the holidays. Now we've got this big, nice email list and messenger list that we can utilize, you know, people that already know who we are, who have already engaged with our brand. So a really, really important play, guys. All right, moving on to the next one. This play is probably one that requires more resources than the others. So if I were just getting started, or even if I was just prioritizing these plays, this one would probably be last. But if you do have the resources to deploy this play, it is so, so valuable. And this play is direct to a free video series. Any business type can use this. I've used this particular play in every sort of business out there. You can use this. It's mostly for cold traffic, but also warm traffic. The objective that I use is conversions, optimizing for leads. And I'm going to show you two examples here. The first is actually from me. And the other is from one of my clients that is a Christian brand who sells information, but also sells physical products. So we are in the middle, Ezra and I, of a launch for Train My Traffic Person. You guys know that. We're filling spots for the four-month mentorship. And one of the plays that we have decided to test is a free seven-day video series. And the reason for this is it is so valuable as a lead magnet, a video series. Like if you are able to educate someone on video, not only are they getting to know you, they're hearing your laugh, they're uh, realizing that you're just a real human too. They're building that connection, but there's so much education and knowledge that can be transferred through a video series and even entertainment that just can't be done through a traditional lead magnet like a PDF. So Right now, well, we've actually stopped doing this for right now, but for about two weeks, we ran ads directly to this page, asking people to opt in for this free seven-day class. So because this offer, this video series is so highly regarded, it feels so valuable to the end user this page is converting at like 85 to 90%. My cost per lead is just so cheap because of that, right? And that is very common with video series because of the value that is assigned to a video series as an offer from the eyes of the end user. And the volume, The uh, we were able to scale this so quickly uh, because people were just eating this offer up. So we targeted warm traffic. So a bunch of warm audiences between Ezra and I, people who have engaged with our page, watch our videos on our email list, you know, all of the above. But we also took this out to cold traffic and a majority of our budget was targeting interests where I know that you guys are hanging out or I know that marketers and business owners are hanging out. Amy Porterfield, Mari Smith, Mike Dillard, Pat Flynn, other people that you might be following and getting information from uh, where I can show up and also provide 
values. So targeting warm and cold on this. And for this particular campaign that you guys saw in each of those ad sets, we actually had six ads. So I had two different copy variations and three different creative variations. You can see this has worked very, very well. Um, and we will definitely evergreen this particular play uh, moving forward in our business. So this was just a test. Now, another video series, this doesn't just have to be marketing and business education. This is, it's called Christ Revealed. It's an absolutely incredible nine-day video series where my clients actually went over to Jerusalem and filmed a bunch of experts and a bunch of footage actually um, in Jerusalem and the Holy Land. So we're wanting to reach Christians. We're wanting to serve Christians, educate them, entertain them, hopefully, you know, sell some stuff on the back end, at least enough to break even and to make this profitable for my client. But this is honestly a business that I've worked with that scaled faster than anything I've ever seen in my life. And the reason for that was because we had this free video series that we are giving away for free. So again, optimizing for conversions, this particular campaign, 157,000 leads generated to their email list. Like we built an email list from scratch in two weeks, you know, they had over 157,000 people and it grew from there at a dollar a piece. And this is a really profitable funnel for them. Um, I think nowadays for every dollar they put in over the next few weeks, they get three or $4 back. And it's because they were willing to put the time and effort into creating this really valuable video series that people cherish and they're willing to opt in for. And it also seamlessly leads to selling the products and services that this business actually provides. So this isn't just if you're uh, in the info space, you could absolutely do this for any business type. I mean, you know, Ezra with Boom, we could create a free video series that speaks to women over the age of 50. Maybe it's about menopause. Maybe it's about feeling comfortable in your skin at that age, but really just think, okay, who am I speaking to? Like, who are my avatars? And how can I create a free series of videos that's going to educate and entertain them on a topic that they're interested in, um, but also allows me to seamlessly set myself up to pitch my product or service. This is such an incredible um, acquisition play for scale in any business. Again, it does require the resources to create those videos. We had a video guy come out to Amsterdam. I shot all the videos. It took two days, but it was completely worth it. And I would do it again. Uh, and we're just getting started with this play. You know, we just tested it for the first time. We'll be able to use this asset for years to come as my client here has in the Christian space. So play number four is all about free video series. And again, don't think it's just for info. Any business could use this play for scale. Really powerful and especially very powerful when used with other lead magnets, used with other pre-sale articles, used with plays that go direct to the product page. All the plays that I've shared so far in this presentation, they should be used together to build this really valuable traffic system that's going to allow you that scale that you are actually looking for. So Next up, guys, play number five is dynamic product ads. And this is a type of 
ad that you can run inside of the Facebook ad platform. They're called dynamic product ads. Any business type can use dynamic product ads. Just some businesses, it's going to require a bit more setup um, if you're not an e-commerce business, but any business could do this. Cold traffic and warm traffic. Most people think dynamic product ads are just for warm traffic, but I'm here to tell you that they're not. Um, and I'm, I'm about to show you a hugely successful campaign from Boom that proves that. The Facebook objective that we use here is actually catalog sales. So that's what allows us to do this. Who is Boom? And for this particular campaign I'm showing you, we were targeting women over the age of 45 in the U.S., we spent almost $300,000, about $1,000-ish a day, and a bit over 6,000 brand new customers were generated from cold traffic just executing this one play. Now, we use dynamic product ads to warm traffic too, right? And dynamic product ads allow you to, when someone let's say visits one of your products on your website, they hop back over to Facebook, a dynamic product ad allows you to show them the products that they just viewed. It's why it's called dynamic. Um, and we have a bunch of best practices for dynamic product ads. Ezra actually teaches an entire module about dynamic product ads inside of Train My Traffic Person. But the point I want to make about this particular play is that, dy that dynamic product ads should be also used to cold traffic. And the reason for this is that when you use this catalog sales objective, most people don't realize that the costs that you are paying for your ads, there are multiple factors that go into what is determining that cost and where you are in the auction. But a big part of that is the objective that you choose. And so, for example, Facebook doesn't want Ezra to scroll through his newsfeed and see conversion ad after conversion ad after conversion ad because Facebook knows those people are probably asking Ezra to buy something. You know, So they want to mix in other types of objectives. Um, and this is an opportunity where catalog sales is a very underutilized objective. It can be very cheap. It also allows you to target people who have purchased similar products to what you are selling. Most people don't know this. And the only way you're really able to utilize that is by using catalog sales as an objective. So again, to cold traffic, we spent almost $300,000, generated almost over 6,000 customers by just using dynamic product ads, not just at the bottom of the funnel, but also at the top of the funnel. So this was a 1.5 return on ad spend for us, which we were really happy with. And again, allowed a scale that we wouldn't have had if we didn't decide to also deploy this specific play. So here are a few examples um, of the dynamic product ads that are working really well to cold traffic. We always have an intro card here, which isn't a default. Normally, it's just the one of the products first with the price. So these intro cards are really important, whether they're an eye-catching image with a, a, a value point of your product mentioned or a video that really explains one of the features of your product. That really helps when going to 
cold traffic to not just show up in the newsfeed and just directly start selling stuff. So if you're going to cold traffic with dynamic product ads, definitely use these intro cards. And again, it's all about the ad copy and picking specific, writing specific ad copy or picking specific testimonials that speak to not just this is the best makeup on the market, but the glow is perfect for those dry spots on my face and the highly pigmented color is the perfect flush for my face. The glimmer is not too frosty, but instead just the right sheen. Wish I tried these years ago. So again, the specificity of the testimonials are so, so important, no matter what play you're running, but especially for something like this, where you are showing up in the newsfeed to people who have never heard of you before and directly asking them to purchase. Now, we call this broad dynamic product ads because we're actually just targeting all women over the age of 45, because we are using this objective, Facebook knows who on Facebook is buying products similar to us. Um, and they're able to show those ads. And, you know, luckily enough for us, so far with this campaign, we've generated over 6,000 new customers just from these ads. So if you're not utilizing dynamic product ads, definitely do so. But especially if you guys are just using them at the bottom of the funnel, please consider no matter your business type, also leveraging them at the top of the funnel. So this is the fifth traffic play, really my, my default traffic plays of what's working in 2019. These are my go-tos, but these are just five plays from my playbook. Uh, there are many, many more. Like I said, there's about over 25 of these that I've used and regularly use day to day when buying media. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the webinar. It was super fun. Uh, hope you got a lot out of it. And I just wanted to remind you that we are about to close enrollment for Train My Traffic Person, the 16-week mentorship that Ezra and I teach for media buyers. So if you are interested, head over to trainmytrafficperson.com. Again, we're about to close the doors. Seats are limited and I would love to see you in class. Thanks, guys. See you next week. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.